For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. We are going to be guided by the science, guided by our public health experts, and we're not going to take options off the table. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. She's an option we need to take off the table. Uh, Sean, News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. Welcome to the show. Hi. Phone lines are up at home. 210-599-5555. Where to begin? Where to begin? Where to begin? Um, you know, I want to st- actually want to start off with uh, Obama's birthday party. Which is kind of a COVIDy uh, has a COVIDy uh, relation to it because it, it's it's seeming like it's going to be a big super spreader event. He's going to be si- he's so precious. He's going to be sixty. Bless his heart. He's going to be sixty. The big six zero. And so there's going to be about seven hundred people on Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. Sucking down the truffles and the expensive champagne. Uh, Pearl Jam is going to be playing uh, the Obama birthday bash. Pearl Jam, you know, it's good to see Eddie still working. Uh, you know, and uh, Spielberg's going to be there. Like I said, about seven hundred, two hundred people are just going to be working it. They're going to be staff. So about five hundred people will be there to celebrate Obama's sixtieth birthday. I, I, I have heard they're like Oprah Winfrey. You know, they're going to have a red carpet, right, Chris? So people can show off whatever the hell they're wearing. You know the the coverage, the journal, the so-called journalism surrounding this thing is going to be obnoxious as hell. I don't know if Don Morgan knows this, but I have my sources uh, who have sent me anonymous messages saying that they're going to have an ass kissing line, and that to kick off the party, Obama is literally going to drop his pants, and to get into the party, you're going to have to you have to kiss his left buttock. <laughs> To get in there, well, you know, because of COVID, the the women will kiss the right one, the dudes will kiss the left one, unless you got a funny pronoun, then you can just have your choice of which ass cheek to kiss. But you're going to have to physically put your lips against Obama's butt to get into the event. Right. I thought it was the left cheek because he's a Democrat. It could be the left cheek because uh, symbolically. Right. And then uh, you're going to have to kiss Michelle's ass to get like your car parked. You know what I mean? And she'll be at the the valet parking butt kissing line. But his left is your right, so. Now I'm all confused. <laughs> Whose butt do I kiss? I gotta, whose ass do I have to kiss to get in here? Obama's. <laughs> People. And, uh, and, you know, it, 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 Martha's Vineyard is, of course, under COVID restrictions. You're not supposed to, you're supposed to be masked up uh, and not have a large gatherings, like 500 people kissing your butt. Are they going to kiss the butt through the mask, I wonder? Are they going to have to have the mask on to kiss the ass of the former president? Uh, so, you know, well, just, it's, yet a, well, it's yet another example That's of the Kamala Harris method. The Kamala Harris. I don't want to think about the Kamala Harris It's method. an N44 what? mask. It's a what? It's an M44 mask. Because he was President 44. Oh, oh I see. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just saying, you know, it, it's another yet another example. <laughs> You're so freaking weird. Really? Well, yes. <laughs> People, kiss my ass. Um, <laughs> get in here. Got to kiss, kiss some Obama ass. They don't do anything. So kiss my ass. And... Uh, <laughs> And you, you know, and I wonder how many people are going to be flying out of there with COVID. You know what I mean? Or worse, they got they got party favors. You get like a ten thousand dollar gift bag, and you get the COVID. You know, it'd be great. <laughs> what? Chris is looking at me like I'm a crazy person. You know that there's at least you know ain't, people ain't getting out of that COVID free, man. Okay, uh, you know, and so another example of how the elites live. You know, I I understand he's the former president, and you you know he's he's not going to be, you know, 
He's not going to be hitting Pizza Hut, you know, and, and, and for for his birthday. He's not going to be going to Peter Piper and trying to get some tickets. You know what I mean? So I understand it's going to be a, it's the 60th birthday, you know, but still, it, 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 we still got the pandemic. You know, everybody else, mask up, and you're un-American if you don't mask up and get the vaccine, you know. We're going to get the vineyard variant. The, there'll be there will we'll get a whole new variant out of this. The Vuv Kiko variant, you know what I mean? That's what it'll be. The truffle variant. <laughs> Seriously, man. The Dom Perignon uh, uh, variant. Only rich people get it. You know, but it, so you know, and, and again, just yet another example. Another example of, you know, you little people do what we tell you to do, and don't, wor- don't worry about what we're doing. Ain't none of your damn business. Well, it'll be easy to test them because their nose will already be up in the air. Their nose will be up in the air, so you can just slide that Q-tip all the way down there, man. You know, when your nose is that far up in the air, you got to watch for strong winds, man. It'll just take you off your feet. So, yeah, some expensive COVID-spreading snobbery going down on Martha's Vineyard. You know, so we'll see. Is, I mean, am I being, uh, let me take some calls. 210-599-5555. Am I, am I being unfair? Am I being a racist? Because he's black, you know. Did you know that, Chris? Apparently, Barack Obama is black. So in being critical of his ass-kissing 60th birthday, I'm probably being a stinking racist. Well, it's funny. There's a lot of people who say you're racist for criticizing him. They seem to forget he's also white. <laughs> That's right, Chris, because Barack Obama, he's both. Does that mean he has to kiss his own ass? That would be kind of difficult. I know, I tried back in the 80s. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. You know, am I being a jerk by calling out the Obamas on this? Uh, I, you know, I <laughs> tried it once. In the, or were you on a trampoline? What happened? No, it was a hot tub party, and I don't want to say anything more about it because somebody has pictures. Um, you. <laughs> anyway, two one zero five nine nine fifty five. Am I being a racist hater by calling out the Obamas and Pearl Jam? Oh boy, couldn't see that coming. Eddie will be out there singing Black, you know. With he'll be messing up the lyrics to Black and Even Flow because he's, he'll be kissing the president's ass while he's on stage. I like to bring out the President of the United States before we do still alive so I can kiss his ass. You know, so two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Oh God, here's Alex. Alex, what's going on with you? Hi, good morning. I heard uh did you hear who's coming out of his uh birthday cake? Mm. It's gonna be Bella Lagosi. Have a good day, man. Bye bye. <laughs> Bella Lagosi. <laughs> Bella Lugosi. I didn't get that one. I, Alex usually cracks me up, but I didn't, Chris, I didn't understand that one. I was thinking more like Oprah. You know what I mean? I think Oprah's going to hop out of the cake and then eat the cake. Uh, 210-599-5555. Uh, our current president, who half the time is unaware he's the current president, or what room he's in, uh, is going to be giving us some clarification on COVID, uh, I think, later today. Uh, this, uh, on the, uh, in the, in the, uh, on the build up to what we believe is going to be some kind of new speech, some speech he's going to give about COVIDs. So, uh, it, I don't know. I'm going to wait till you stop laughing because I did just say Biden's going to be clear about something. He's going to clarify something, which in and of itself is almost funnier than the thought of Barack Obama kissing his own ass. So, you know. If we, if the, if the president's clarifying remarks about, uh, COVID, uh, occur during this show, we'll be certain to bring them to you. And, uh, you know, I, I put out gibberish on the air every day. Why not let the president do it? Hi, this is Trey Ware. Stay connected with News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And we're back. Bill de Blasio is announcing new restrictions in New York City for the COVIDs. All right. Uh, let's see. Vaccine requirements for uh, workers and customers in restaurants, indoor dining, indoor fitness, indoor entertainment, and performances. Beginning August 16th, enforcement, enforcement will begin September 13th. 
private, you know, well, you're, you're just honestly going to start seeing this. Private businesses, some are going to choose to, you know, allow only, you know, vaccinate. We, we keep hearing the no shoes, no shirt, no vax, no, you know, no, can't come in here, whatever the hell it is. And we're going to see more and more of that. I, I hope not as much as, you know, in other places, but we'll see. Uh, if, if you, uh, let me ask you this. If there's a business, a business, uh, in your neighborhood or in your world, uh, that goes with a vaccine, a vaccinated only policy, are you going to stop patronizing, patronizing that, uh, that business? You still going to go in there or not? Uh, I think the biggest one right now that's doing it, I, Trey was saying McDonald's has, uh, has got a mask policy now. You know, here we go again. So, again, if the, if the president has any clarifying remarks on any of this crap, we'll, we'll bring them to you as they occur, if they occur during this show. Uh, we also uh, want to wish Godspeed to my good brother Trey Ware, who is uh, going to be making his way to Sturgis. You know, and that's just one, and I, I'm so happy for him because he, he's been waiting a lifetime to go, you know, and it's, it's, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun for him, he's, you know, in Nancy. It's going to be great. I just, you know, they would never even let a guy like me into that. You know what I mean? Like, I can make it into the odd Ren Fest. I once went to Lilith Fair, you know, but you, you don't, guys like me don't belong there, man. I, why, I, why not? Because vehicles with only two wheels frighten me. You know, I, I don't like, I got to have at least three wheels on the ground. I don't want to be on any vehicle that requires gravity, you know, you know what I mean? to, to, to continue to stand up. That scares me. I, I, I was fine with motorbikes. Mo- I said motorbike. I was fine, you know, with the motorbikes. <laughs> Until for a radio thing in Colorado, I had to ride on the back of a, of a racing bike. The guys that go all the way down to the side and all that crap. Right. Terrified me. You know, you could ride in one of those little sidecars they have. Yeah, but then you know what they'll call me. <laughs> He's riding blank. Oh well, yeah. Last time I was on a two-wheel anything was a Huffy bike, you know, when I was thirteen. I, I, I don't. I got to have more than two wheels on the ground. Just I'm that guy. Get a newspaper saying you're going to see Strawberry. I'm going to see Strawberry. <laughs> you mean for up and smoke? <laughs> I wasn't looking at his neck, man. <laughs> no, a guy like me. A guy, a guy like me strolls into Sturgis, you know. <laughs> They're just like, who lowered the property values on our festival here, man? Who let this guy in? No, they bet he's a poet, huh? They would welcome you with open arms. I, I'm sure they would. Just don't tell them you don't ride. Well, that's the thing, though. Right. <laughs> How could I hide that? You could just the whole. You want to take her around the block, Sean? Um, well, is it a uh... shifter uh, motorcycle, or is it like, does it got an automatic transmission on that motorcycle? You'd be fine if you let Syria drive, and then you could. You know, <laughs> Syria be fine. Could be the passenger. I, 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 hop on that thing and ride around, man. Do some wheelies. But me. <laughs> My primary requirement for my current vehicle is that it had a freaking CD player. You know what I mean? <laughs> motorcycle. I don't know how to operate a motorcycle. Oh, that's right, because you have to shift her. You have to shift, you have to shift her, do the shift thing. I, I had a buddy of mine in high school who was the first guy I knew that owned a, my, a motorcycle. Instead of buying a first car, he got a motorcycle. And he used to take me around because I, I didn't learn how to drive until I was, I don't know, 18 or 19. <laughs> What? Well, chicks always drove me everywhere I wanted to go. So, and and my buddy John on his on his motorcycle. Wow. And, and I, I kind of was like, in the other room well, I was kind of interested at that point. It was the only time in my life when I was kind of interested in riding a motorcycle, maybe getting one, because I'd ride around on John's bike. I'm like, well, this is cool. Until I figured out two things: you don't turn them like a huffy bike. No. And when they fall over, you can't pick them up again. Once I figured those two well, things you, out... You can. You just need help. I, you can't. I can't. Right. Because my buddy John let me take his motorcycle down the road once. I made it about half a block and went to turn, thought it turned like a 10-speed, and over I went. Whoops. So that was the last time I tried to operate a motorcycle by myself. So now, I, you know, I think I'll stick with a Renfest. <laughs> but I, he's going to have a lot of fun, and you know he's going to have some adventures when he gets back to tell us about so, uh, Godspeed, my brother, Godspeed. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Elsewhere in the news, uh, Kate Coyne, uh, I think it's Coyne McCoy, is a strategist for the Democrats in Rhode Island. Did I say that correct? I always get that word screwed up. Did I say it correct? Strategist. Strategist. And uh, she comes up with stuff for the Democrats to do. (laughs) 
to like win elections and stuff. Uh, and I guess in Rhode Island, she's a pretty big deal, which isn't hard to, to be in Rhode Island because it's about as big as a studio. And as you've probably heard, Lindsey Graham uh, has contracted COVID. Uh, he started having flu-like symptoms over the weekend. Uh, he's been vaccinated, and uh, he got checked and uh, got the old Q-tip up the schnoz there, however they do it these days, and uh, he is COVID positive. This McCoy chick tweets, it's wrong to hope he dies from COVID, right? Hashtag get vaccinated, hashtag uh, Lindsey Graham. Has co- you know, Lindsey Graham COVID. It's wrong to hope he dies from COVID, right? Um, if you're a Democrat, or as we say, you know, say on this show, a liberal puke, can you explain to me uh, how it is that the party of love and tolerance, uh, the the party of you know, they, we, love is all you need, man. That's who they are, right? Can you explain to me how, when it comes to any political opponent or just somebody they merely don't like, they're they're fine tossing around the death threats and the, wishing they would die. Can you explain that? Because if you're a Democrat, this is not a new thing. We hear this all the time, right, Chris? Trump, you know, I mean, how, uh, what's her name? Uh, Kathy Griffith, who has lung cancer now, apparently, held up a bloodied, severed head uh, in the image of Donald Trump. During the four years he was in office, the, the death wishes and the death threats were almost unrelenting. Can anybody, if you're on the left, okay, and this is how you vote on a regular basis, you vote for Democrats on a regular basis, can you explain that to me? Can you explain, are you cool with that? Because that's, it's, it's a trend. Again, it, it, it's, this is, I, I hate to say what this chick said in Rhode Island isn't sh- shocking, but it's not. Lindsey Graham has COVID. I, I was pretty much assuming some Democrat was going to make such a statement because they always do. Can you explain to me, and I'm serious, can you explain to me how it is that your side of the aisle are fine wishing people would die when it comes to somebody they don't like? Uh, and if you're you're cool with that, and if you are, why? Because it's routine, man. It's It's routine. I'm surprised she's the only one. 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA, and now on FM 1071. Okay, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. I'll tell you what's going on with the Muppets uh, here in a second. But as you just heard Don Morgan reporting, uh, apparently, according to a new study, Billy Eilish has the biggest vocabulary of any uh, modern pop star. Word tips uh, did the study. <laughs> Why does it sound dirty? Word tips did the study where they studied the, vo- the vocabularies of Spotify's most listened to active artists. By counting the words used by each artist. In their lyrics and adding out the number of unique words they use per thousand. Billie Eilish has the biggest vocabulary because she uses 169 unique words per thousand. Harry Styles is second with 159. Lizzo, I didn't know who the hell that is. Oh, wait, I do know who that is. Actually, I like Lizzo. My kid play, was playing Lizzo when she was out a few weeks ago. Lizzo, I can kind of deal with Lizzo. She got 153. But, folks, saying the word literally over and over and over again doesn't, doesn't count and doesn't make you have a big vocabulary. I'm kidding. It's good to know the little boogers are reading every now and again. <laughs> uh, 169 unique words per thousand, and they're all freaking depressing. Okay, there you go. Billie Eilish, as far as modern pop artists, has the biggest vocabulary. That's wonderful. I've made my day. Now I can sleep tonight. I can rest my weary soul. Also, uh, Gonzo, uh, the Muppet, has been around for a long time. Uh, he's got the buggy eyes. and He's blue, right, Chris? It's been, he's blue. He's, he's got a long, crooked nose. He's annoying. Uh, he's what I've always considered to be the annoying uh, uh, Muppet. 
He's always screwing things up. You know, he, he's he's Gonzo. Okay? He's, you know, he's been around as long as I've been a kid. I remember the Muppet Show when I was a little kid watching that every night. And Gon, that's kind of where Gonzo came from. He, he was not a Sesame Street Muppet. He was a he was a Muppet that came later. And he's trans, uh, apparently. Uh, he, he's huh? he's got to be at least um, he's he got to be in his fifties, you know, because that's how old I am. And they they have a new cartoon with Muppets, where it's like CGI Muppets. And Gonzo is is on this show, and they just decided that when he show he shows up and he's wearing a dress, and uh, refers to himself as Gonzorella. And the idea is to, uh, you know, uh, for, for little kids, you know, we, we want them to be accepting, right, Chris, of, of trans. So, so for, and one of our colleagues here made the statement. So, uh, you need, uh, a, a gay trans gonzo to teach prepubescent kids about sexuality. <laughs> Because that so, makes sense. This is the same one that thought he was Super Gonzo, remember? And he would dress up as Super Gonzo. Remember, he did. He was Super Gonzo. And he had, I don't know if he had some other alter. Uh, he likes just, he just likes dressing up. But are we supposed to take those as serious as Gonzorella? When he identified as a superhero, were we supposed is to believe he, he was a superhero? Because he was always screwing things up as a superhero. He's going to screw up the trans world. He's, he's Gonzo. He's always screwing up, man. Do we need trans Muppets? Is that good? Is that healthy for young kids? Trumpets. Trumpets. Is the guy with the hand up his back wearing a dress, too? You know, I mean, uh, I'm just, I, I, you know, here's the dealio. And I, I think this is true with a lot of woke crap, okay? Uh, you know, there are people who are always going to be hardcore anti-this and anti-that, whether it's transgendered people or or what have you. Uh, it's kind of like the vaccine thing. You're always going to have people who are hardcore anti-vax for whatever reasons. I think the woke stuff, though, is uh, turning off a lot of people because it's just so unrelenting, and they're starting it, especially with the trans stuff. They're starting it younger and younger and younger, and forcing this crap on little kids. I think for a lot of folks who, you know, be fine with, I guess, what you would call trans rights or, you know, are tolerant of folks from different communities or what have you. And I think even those folks are just getting sick of it. These are, it's, it's a Muppet, man. It's a, it's a Muppet. Going all Caitlyn Jenner on you. Gonzorella. And, oh, 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 and, and, and the other thing is, Gonzo now has a preferred pronoun in this show. It's they. They. Now, that kind of works for Gonzo because, again, he's got a guy with his hand up his butt, you know, making him operate and stuff. So there is, they are kind of a unit, you know. So I guess you could call them they because it's not like Gonzo can be hopping around all by himself, right? But, you know, when you, when you're, when your self identity and your self worth resides on a preferred, on a freaking pronoun, okay, there's something wrong with you. So if somebody uses the wrong pronoun with Gonzorella, is he going to call off all press junkets? He's not going to do any press anymore, any interviews? I'm just so sick of it, man. Sick and tired of especially the trans thing. How do you feel, how do you feel about, uh, trans Muppets now? 210-599, is that a good idea? Will that make it a better world? Is, is Gonzorella now invited to the Obama birthday party? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. This is Jamie Markley. Stay connected with News Talk five fifty KTSA and FM one zero seven one on Facebook, Twitter, and online at ktsa.com. And we're back. News Talk five fifty KTSA. Yeah, I'm Sean. We now have trans Muppets. SpongeBob with SpongeBob. It'll be SpongeBob next. But would anybody really be all that surprised if SpongeBob went trans? I was talking about Gonzo. Gonzo the Muppet is now Gonzarella. And he's wearing a dress, and he prefers the pronoun them, as opposed to, I guess, it, because he's... <laughs> Do we? Does anybody even know what Gonzo is, man? Like, what species he is? He's a furry little blue guy with a stupid nose. Here's Esteban. Esteban, uh, trans Muppets, going to make the world a better place? Don't make 
making the world worse. Whatever happened to the word innocence? <laughs> you know, and it's almost—it's like the left is propagandizing kids instead of allowing them to have their innocence. And the second point is there's a huge difference between treating people the way you would like to be treated and this basically forced acceptance. Well, yeah, because the forced acceptance, and that's where that's where, where, where the politically correct movement has taken us after all these years, in that it's not enough just to treat people well and treat people with respect. Okay, now you have to agree with everything they claim about themselves. And that that's bringing a whole generation of narcissists. You know, I don't have to like what my neighbor does politically, but I do have to t- pick up my dog poop when my dog poops in their yard. Yes. And, that's, and, and, and you know, I can think of a lesbian who I wish she was straight, but you know what? That's life. <laughs> that's and what all so, the people say. <laughs> yeah. and, so, and so the whole thing is, that's what I find annoying. Is, yeah. First of all, I'm not going to say I had a great period of innocence because of my peculiar child, but I did have some. And... This is what's annoying about it. Right. It, it, they're not letting the kids just be kids, man. Well, it's because they want to get them when they're young. They want to yeah. indoctrinate them when they're young. Yep. And uh, I appreciate the call, Asimov. That's really that's what this is all about, man. Get them, get that crap into their little noggins as soon as possible. So that you can, because it's really, it's creating morons. Narcissistic morons. Uh, and, and, and what sucks is that they're not, you know, they're not being allowed to just have a, a freaking childhood. It's, it's, it's hard enough being a kid these days, right? With all this COVID crap that's going on. God knows what's going to happen with the schools here soon. But that, you, you get a forces crap. Trans Muppets. And, uh, you know, it, what, what, what's, what's annoying about it and obnoxious about it too is that the people who are forcing this crap on them, they were allowed to have normal childhoods. They didn't have to deal with trans muppets. They didn't have to deal with propaganda in freaking middle school, elementary school, and kindergarten. They got to have their Christmas. They got to have all their uh, their their nice, lovely childhood. And uh, now they want they want to steal it from the young today. Well, and these are the same people that are basically raising their kids to have the belief that they should never be burdened with hurt feelings. Right. Never, they should never be. They should never be disappointed. Uh, their feelings should govern everything, right? How I feel about stuff determines every determines my reality. And uh, it, there's no no personal responsibility is a bozo. No, no, no personal responsibility. No, you know, responsibility for your own choices in life. And if anyone criticizes you, they need to be eliminated. They need to be eliminated. I have noticed that, you know, different folks that I've interacted with over the past couple of years who are young that they, you know, they can't, they cannot handle criticism. They react very, very badly to criticism, to anything critical. And so when you start pumping this crap, because now they're getting younger and younger when they're starting this stuff, as we're finding out in the schools. So when you start pumping this crap into their heads when they're, you know, in kindergarten, pre K, whatever the hell. Who do, who do you expect them to end up being? Well, I guess you expect them to end up being drones. Moronic drones that, as long as the right person is saying it, will not question anything that is said to them. Little frail narcissists who can't handle being criticized or any kind of negativity coming their way in any way, shape, or form. And you and I both know this because we're of a totally different generation. It's very often the negative, horrible crap that happens to you that teaches you the most. That's why anytime anyone tries to insult me, is that all you got? <laughs> is that all you got? Right. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't insult me. <laughs> you, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to handle it, man. And I'm not saying any of this crap because I'm the most psychologically well-balanced human being in the world. I'm, I'm certainly not, man. But this idea that, and, and it really, it, it comes down to political systems, right? At the end of the day, it's about creating political institutions and systems and the idea at the end of the day is that any trouble or ripple in the pond that you suffer in your stinking existence can be fixed by the government. 
And first off, well, well the, the the thought going into that, Chris, is right. First off, you don't deserve bad stuff to happen to you. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. That's another thing I've kind of noticed uh, with with younger folks is that they, it, it's almost like they're more concerned about what is or is not their fault than what actually happened or what they chose. And they're getting them younger and younger and younger and younger. You are allowing, in a sense, these ideologues and these socialists and these pukes within our own country, whether in the government or they're in education or whomever they are, culture, to create for their own purposes a generation of stooges who, who are not going to be able to do, to do anything for themselves. They are not being raised with critical thinking skills. We, we, most of the public education when I was a kid was, you know, that's all it was about was, in a sense, critical thinking. What did you think about this book? Uh, uh, argue a point in this composition. Figure it out. So you're creating a generation that, in a sense, have you noticed? And I, you know, and my look, my daughter is one of them. That, that like a, a lot of younger people, they don't, they don't, they're not. There's not the urge to drive like there was with me in our generation. And that's that's a that's a thing across the board. I hear that from a lot of folks. Like they're just not interested in like driving a car. Who are they going to be when they're in their 40s? It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA. No vaccine is 100% effective. And so you can expect breakthrough infections. Sean Rima, 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Ah, boy, here we go. All right, News Talk 550 KTSA, FM 1071. We mentioned this earlier. The story is just kind of breaking now, or was breaking last hour. That in New York City, you will have to show proof of vaccination to go into most businesses. <laughs> Whether it's restaurants, a gym, you know, live performances, venues, uh, you know, and uh, you're going to have to uh, show that you, you have proof of your vaccination. Or, you know, basically, you're if you're not vaccinated in New York, you're not going to be able to actually live your life, for the most part. This on the heels of Lindsey Graham <laughs> contracting COVID after being vaccinated. Um, you know, the vaccinated folks are, are also being encouraged to wear masks again. And, uh, you know, I don't know where you are on this. I, I, I don't know what the hell. I, I, I've, it's impossible now to really know what's going on. We are, uh, waiting for the president. The president's going to be coming out at some point. They're being wheeled out. They're going to start bringing him out on a dolly, Chris. You know what I mean? Like Hannibal Lecter. Prop him up next to the podium. And the president, who can barely get through a single sentence without letting some gibberish fly, is going to clarify clarify his COVID uh, policy, I guess. But in New York, and you can't do it here in Texas because we've got an executive action protecting it. You, you can't, you cannot require someone in, in in New York. You now have to be vaccinated to do most stuff. And again, we're seeing. I mean, I, I don't think it, they're they're not great numbers. But you certainly have people who are getting COVID who have been vaccinated. Again, Lindsey Graham. Trey and I were, so I don't know how you feel. 2105, do you think people should, where are you on this? Do you think to go into a business you should be able to show you're vaccinated or not? Do you think it's a good idea? 210-599-5555, I, you know, and I'll be honest with you, I almost understand the mask thing. Because D.C. now has uh, a new mask mandate. That's uh, the other uh, big city that uh, is bringing back the COVID life. And uh, even for vaccinated folks, right, in situations when you go into a business, you got to wear a mask, even if you're vaccinated. And Trey and I were talking about this on Wearing Rima, and it's very true in that everybody chemically is a little different, right? Everybody's a little different metabolically, chemically. And so everybody is, you know, reacts to vaccines a little different, right, Chris? Look, we know this because people reacted to getting the shot differently, right? I didn't have any ill effects whatsoever when I got the shot. 
and I got the two, the double shot, right? My wife felt like crap for almost two weeks. And the place where they did the vaccine hurt, you know, and ached. Everybody's a little different. I say I'd be willing to show them the scar from where I got. The- <laughs> yeah, right there. Here's my proof. You know, and uh, so to require people to show they've been vaccinated, well, what about a person who's already had it and they've got a natural immunity? What are they? What are they supposed to do? Get the vaccine they don't need, and possibly have some health effects as a result. You know, I, I it's it's really getting screwy and, and weird and dark and 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 a lot of this, in my opinion, is political. We talk about this all the time, man. That if you look at how the cheat was in, the cheat was fixed on the last presidential election. Most of it was COVID involved. They used the pandemic to cheat the presidential election, in my opinion. Uh, what about migrants? <laughs> what about the unvaccinated amongst the migrant population that is now taking over the country? Because all this crap is, uh, is, is, is is severely undone, if you will. The arguments unravel for all of this crap. When we, uh, when we, uh, uh, when you, you have to, when you figure in that we're allowing tens, tens of thousands of people to just crawl over the border, we're putting them up, putting them up in hotel. The hotels are, they're coughing. Are we going to watch this? Let's go ahead and take a look. Um, this is, uh, the Attorney General of New York on Andrew Cuomo. notes and communications. This evidence will be made available to the public along with the report. This investigation was started after a number of women publicly alleged that they had been sexually harassed by Governor Cuomo. And on March 1st of this year, the governor's office made a referral to my office pursuant to State Executive Law 63-8 regarding these allegations. Executive Law Section 63-8 permits the New York Attorney General's office with the approval of the governor or when directed by the governor to inquire into matters concerning the public peace, the public safety, and public justice. This referral issued by the governor enabled my office to appoint independent outside investigators to look into these allegations. And on March 8, 2021, Ann Clark and June Kim, they were officially deputized as special deputies. Ms. Clark and Mr. Kim and their respective firms were chosen to lead this investigation because of their decades of work at the highest levels, their deep expertise on matters in question, and their careers fighting to uphold the rule of law. Ann Clark is a partner at Vladnik, Raskin, and Clark PC, where she focuses on employment law issues on behalf of employees at the trial and appellate levels. And during her more than 30-year career, Ms. Clark has represented clients in a variety of employment, sexual harassment, and other discrimination cases in the private sector, in education, right. and in government. Uh, well, it's uh, Letitia James. She's the Attorney General for New York. Odd that on the day Bill de Blasio announces some pretty heavy-handed uh, COVID restrictions, including uh, proof of vaccination to get into most businesses, uh, they choose this moment to make the announcement that it looks like Andrew Cuomo, according to the Attorney General's office, engaged in non-welcome touching, created a, a, a hostile work environment, sexually harassed multiple women. Well, surprise, Andrew Cuomo is a scumbag. I, I was unaware of this until now. 210-599-5555. Here's Chris. Chris, how you doing? Hey, buddy. Brother from another mother. Hey, hey man. What's going on? None. Uh, you remember when Giggles got her shot for Kamala for Harris? COVID? Yeah. Yeah. And how they didn't give her all this whole shot. They just gave her a little bit, and that was it. What if all these people that are getting COVID now never really got the shot? I mean, that's a conspiracy theory. But it's what do you mean? They were given a placebo? Yeah. Get, gave, given something else or some kind of uh, regular shot of nothing. I, I don't know, man. Because all these people are getting COVID after they got a shot that wasn't even, what, four or five months ago? 
Again, I, you know, I, I don't, and I appreciate the call, man, because I, 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 it's hard to know. I mean, you know, I, how bad is it? How do we, how do we know how bad it is when the people, or you know, when the people who we depend on to give us solid information—it's a pandemic, man. It's a virus. The people we are supposed to be able to depend upon to give us solid information. And if you have a, a condition, if you have a medical condition, and I, I've said this about my stepdaughter on a, on a number of occasions, in that we had to really talk to a lot of people. My wife had to talk to a fair amount of people about my stepdaughter getting the vaccine because she's immune compromised. So you, you depend on these folks for solid information on what's going on. And yet we are I think we're all aware that it's been politicized. And in the politics of the pandemic, which I do believe was used to cheat the last election and to do things with the elections at the state level that you couldn't normally do, effectively changing law without changing law, how does anyone know what to think? I mean, I'm not going to go into it, but my wife and I know a lot of folks in the medical community here, and and uh, you know we hear we hear we hear all kinds of stuff, man. So I I, I don't know. I, I, wish, I wish I had a better you know answer to all of this, but I don't know. I mean, the only thing I'm sure of, and this is my opinion, and you may totally disagree with me, is that the masks don't do a damn thing. Uh, whether the vaccines work or don't work, I, I think probably for most people they do, but obviously they don't for all people. And to what extent? I, I don't know. Because look, here's the other thing that we have to, we have to deal with. In the first go around with the pandemic, many, uh, folks, whether they were in government or they were medical workers or running hospitals, cooked the books on some of the numbers originally. Andrew Cuomo, we're looking at him. Uh, being, you know, uh, a sex perv or whatever the hell he is. And we know that they lied uh, about how many folks had lost their lives in regards to senior uh, senior memory care places. So I don't know, man. I don't know. And not knowing is what sucks about this whole thing. Uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Uh, we're going to take a little break. San Antonio's News, Traffic, and Weather Station, News Talk 550 KTSA, and FM 1071. And we're back, 210-599-5555. Where are you on the COVID thing right now? You want more restrictions? You want proof of vaccination stuff going on? We're also, and uh, both Fox and everybody's carrying this, I guess. It's a press conference with the Attorney General's Office in New York City. And uh, Ann Clark, who is a investigative attorney, uh, is now speaking. We've heard from the Attorney General, Letitia James. And they are saying that their investigation has found that he sexually harassed multiple women, created a hostile work environment, and uh, and also, also created a, a culture of retaliation. In other words, if you started running your mouth about Andrew Cuomo and what he did, then, uh, then, uh, they would, uh, you, you, you would have some bad stuff happen to you. You'd lose your job or something would happen to you. And so, uh, you know, according to Ann Clark, Andrew Cuomo engaged in unwelcome physical contact. Wow. So apparently he's a scumbag. Um, here's Michael. Michael, you're on Newstalk 550 KTSA. What are you thinking? already knew that Andrew Cuomo was just a scumbag, but uh, about the vaccinations and the previous caller was talking about maybe some people got a placebo, some didn't. I'm in the medical field myself. I went to Baptist School of Health Professions, graduated with honors to get into the medical field, and of course, the first thing they want is do you have your shots from when you were a child, your measles, mumps, rubella, right. chicken pox, all of that. So, I, you know, who has them records 50 years later? So what they did is they take blood and they run titers, titers to see if 
you still have the immunization in your right. system. I think what they need to do now is start running titers on it, all of these vaccinated people that are becoming COVID that are getting or, or coming down with it, right, getting infected even though they've had the vaccine. Exactly, and mm. see if they actually did get a vaccine. Because so you think it's possible? You think it's possible there could be placebos out there? Oh yeah, it, anything's possible with this government that we got now. Right, but I what mean, would be the what would be the point of that? To see what's actually working and oh. what's actually not. Use people as it's guinea like, pigs, you mean? Well, yeah, kind of like when you're growing up in high school. You know, your parents say you don't 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 let nobody stress you into experimenting with drugs. And then, as we're an adult now, the government's saying we're gonna we're gonna experiment with drugs. We're gonna stress you out with about drugs, right? Well, it's you know, I, it's not something I, I've heard a lot of talk about, but I, I appreciate the call, man. I, I you know, again, uh, I really don't know. I mean, uh, we, the messages are so mixed and inconsistent. And again, on the heels of Lindsey Graham coming down with COVID after being vaccinated. And, uh, you know, we, we have, uh, vaccination, uh, mandates going into effect in places like, uh, New York City. We heard about that earlier. Here in this, uh, in this, uh, state, uh, our own governor has, uh, put out an executive action saying you can't do that here. But, you know, I, it's, I don't know. I mean, does the vaccine work? Does it not work? I mean, that's, it's, it's, you're not, you're not an unreasonable person and a, and a, and a conspiracy nut job if you ask that question. I'm a little curious now at this point. Aren't you? You know, does it, does it actually, does it, again, I'm, I'm not anti-vaxxer. You know, I'm not that guy. I've, I've had the damn vaccine. Right? But I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know. And and when it comes to your medical reality, you know, I don't know, isn't really a good place to be. That I can tell you, all right, as somebody who now knows a lot more about his stinking body than I did a few weeks ago. Right? I and I one of the things that I that, that I came away with that whole experience was, well, now I know. You know what I mean? Now I know exactly where I'm at. Well, with the pandemic, we just don't know, man. We just don't know. Again, because very obviously it has been politicized. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Tom. Tom, how you doing? I'm good, Sean. How are you, man? Not too bad, man. Doing better. Doing better every day. Well, that's great. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hey, you know, when when you said that, you know, you you made a statement a while ago about you knew the fix was in at this election. Look. If you look at history, and this is the problem, we're not teaching kids history anymore at all. Right. And when you go back in history and look at the Democrats as a group, it's horrible. Yeah. They have caused nothing but but heartache, pain. I mean, they were against women voting. I mean, <laughs> right. it, it does not. It does not take a genius to figure out that this group has one thing and one thing on their mind, and that's power. Right. And they want power. Anyway, possible. Even if they got to use, even if they got to ship people into this country from other countries well, with COVID, yeah. even if they got to allow a pandemic to ravage people's lives and businesses and incomes well, to achieve yeah. what they want to achieve, it's sick, man. Yes, sir. Absolutely, it's crazy. I don't trust them at all. I don't either, man. Tom, I appreciate the call, man. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Yeah, I mean, we're watching that. I'm not going to air the whole damn thing about. Uh, Governor Cuomo in New York. It's the press conference is still going on. Uh, they're saying he's a, he's pretty much guilty of everything he was accused of doing in regards to women uh, in his in his in his world. And he's the governor of New York, man. Now you know he also I don't know if he ever will, but needs to answer for the crime of uh, forcing elderly folks or forcing nursing homes and memory care places to take folks who were sick with COVID. We don't know. We still don't really know how many lives were lost then. And he's the governor of one of the of the of, 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 a, of a global city, if you will. He is the governor of one of the most influential cities on planet stinking Earth, New York City. Or I'm sorry, of the state. Yeah, but you know, New York. He's the governor of the entire. He's the governor of a state like New York. And look at him. He's a lying scumbag, apparently. You know, he's not the only one, man. 
So, uh, yeah, I, I, who do you trust when this stuff, <laughs> with the, with this pandemic stuff? Who do you really trust? 210-599-5555. Uh, let's go to Jeff. Jeff, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm glad to, glad to hear that you're, you're getting better. Um, on this, uh, on this vaccine passport, I think that that is a, um, horrible idea. Any, any version of that, anything that even comes close to that, I think it would be, a. uh, you know, going down to, to a to a place we really can't do. And um, I just had a quick question while you were talking earlier about um, Lindsey Graham. So if he if he had the vaccine and it say it didn't work, or if it doesn't work on him, is he just ostracized from society? If, if you do the passport, you know, it it didn't he had it, but it didn't work. But now he's contagious. Well, you know, it, he it's it. right. It's hard to say if it's a matter of it didn't work or is it it's not working on the variant i don't know uh but one thing is true you can't have a standard vaccinated policy for folks because everybody's different not to mention what do you do about folks who like don morgan who already had it and they have a natural immunity what do you do you know how do they figure into this uh, i gotta run jeff i'm just out of time wow man new stock 550 ktsa Man, they are nailing Andrew Cuomo's ass to the wall, man. Whoo, it's this press conference is still going. I think it's wrapping up now, finally. I'm just wondering if maybe he woke up this morning, he like stubbed his toe and like, you know, it started <laughs> off having a bad day. You're right. <laughs> Ouch, my freaking toe. What the hell's this on TV? Oh my god, you gotta be you freaking kidding me. Oh my god, I gotta call Chris. Chris, don't report this tonight. You hear me? You keep this off of that freaking CNN. They are, man. Don has been going on for 40 minutes. Sexually harassed multiple women, right? Right. A culture of retaliation against people that would rat him out or whatever to use his, you know, pseudo-mafiosi talk there. Right. They singing like birds on Andrew. Creating a hostile work environment. (sighs) Something else is being charged with. Oh, my God. And these are charges. He's being charged, right? Uh, Multiple charges. Sexually harassed multiple women. Man. And and you know that they did their work. They would not go out with this if they weren't sure. You know what I mean? If they weren't really, really, really sure. He's the governor of the state of New York. Right. And, you know, you've got somebody from his own party coming out and, and laying out all these allegations. Right. Um, you know, because this is what their investigation found, mm. that this that this their investigation claims this all happened. And it, that, had, it has to be overwhelming. Be too. No, it can't be good. It can't be <laughs> that, good, man. That was a toxic investigation. All about, <laughs> all about politics. Right. Well, that's what I mean. You know, they, they, they have to have an overwhelming amount of evidence against Cuomo to right. even to come out and do this. Yeah, because if it were not so substantial, they probably wouldn't be on TV on <laughs> all of the major news networks as we speak. For 40 minutes, man. Yeah. You know, I, I, they started out, I thought, well, you know, they're going to talk about some COVID stuff. Right. Nope. <laughs> no. No. De Blasio no. got the, the city crap out of the way early. Right. Ah, uh, you can't do anything in New York City. Vaccinated or unvaccinated, gotta have proof of vaccination to use a public restroom. You got to do anything. Right. Buy a hot dog, you know, and now, uh, but then on the same day, isn't that kind of interesting? On the same day, and I know he's just the, the city, but on the same day, you have this really, really lengthy mm-hmm. press conference from the Attorney General's office on Andrew Cuomo. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not looking it's good for him. It's not man. looking good for him at all. You think he resigns by the end of the day? Um, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. I would, you know, I, I would probably give him a chance to come out and and recant these allegations again. Um, but unless he's got proof stating otherwise, yeah. he, he can't just get in front of a camera and do his little Andrew Cuomo dance. No, you know, no. it's all it's fake news. It didn't happen. If you remember, forget about it. Remember what? Trump. Remember how evil Trump was. Remember that thing he said to that guy about women and grabbing. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, it's got multiple charges against yeah. him, dude. Well, you know, you look at the, the similar cases in the palace. Al Franken. Oh, yeah. Law, a United States senator. <laughs> you know, somebody comes out with these with these allegations, and he's resigning a couple of days later. Yeah. You know. So, you know, you, you've got to think, even if it's even if it's 
partly true, um, it's still not looking good for him. How does, at he, all. How does he politically survive? You, you, I mean, you don't. I, I thought the senior home thing was going to do him in. I you think know. it still should. I think right. he should face some charges in regards to that. And, and you know, because people died, man. Well, and here's the thing that you probably have noticed over the years as well: that in a situation like that, um, when something is piled on top of it, that comes back around. Oh yeah, you got him. You know, you got to kick him while he's down. <laughs> Especially him, because he's apart from being a sexual harasser he's also kind of a jerk so you know right. i mean it does, to put it mildly yeah well i mean it's just the whole thing came a year ago people were saying oh, you know, put him in the put him I in know. the president make him run against trump oh my god that's right you know and then it didn't happen and you know and if you pay attention the way it was building up with people you know the bystanders the the the, the people who comment on social media put put him in there but then, yeah, the, yeah, then the, higher up, the higher ups in the dnc were like mm. hey, <laughs> you know, there's going to be a problem we got some issues with this guy you think they'll hold a book signing on Selbach b <laughs> yeah. this is my new book I just wrote it 15 minutes ago on why the Attorney General is full of crap. <laughs> I'm innocent. Yeah, that's right. Everybody is innocent on cell block D. Now get my tray, Mr. Governor. You know, I mean, it's it's going to be, he's having a bad day, man. It's, it's not looking good. Well, and, and it, it is disturbing when you find out about guys like this, you know. I mean, this has been going on. Well, the other thing that's disturbing about it is it's been going on for years. Right. And lots of people knew. Well, you know, and this is the thing. You have all of these people coming forward to say something, even if it just turns out one right. is true. That's bad. That's bad enough. <laughs> that's It's still a crime. <laughs> yeah. What does uh, Fredo say at his show tonight? <laughs> How does he avoid this? He's just going over, what else can I talk about? Don, you got something I can talk about? And he's hoping that they're going to end this soon. Like, stop it already. Stop. Yeah, what does he go on the air with tonight? He, what, are, what are he and Don Lemon, you know, uh, uh, prattle on about <laughs> on this particular day? Here's what's going to, you know, Cuomo being the way he is. You know, I never liked my brother anyway. I never liked him. You know, he was a bully when we were kids. One day we were sitting there watching cartoons on a Saturday. He ate the last Pop-Tart, blamed it on me. Then he grabbed my ass. <laughs> he did. You know what? I'm smart. What he never understood is I'm smart. I got a TV show. He will. He'll dump him. He'll cut bait. <laughs> They're both scumbags. He'll just cut bait on his own brother. You know I what never, I mean? I never liked him. I never liked him. Don Lemon, oh, I never liked him either. He once grabbed my ass, too. I saw that. I was there that night. But it was so disturbing, I looked away. I looked away. I had a show to prep. <laughs> I, was I don't have a brother. You know, he'll just come right out and lie and say they never were brothers. Or like he uh, lied about COVID. I don't have any brothers. The governor calls me. Hey, uh, could I come hide in your basement? Like you have <laughs> that time you faked you had COVID. He's, he's in Fredo's fake COVID basement. room. Could I come hide in there? <laughs> he's in Fredo's basement, <laughs> listening to the Godfather soundtrack. Right. Ah, oh, it's a dark day. Anyway, <laughs> you, my brother's housekeeper. Hey, looking good. Looking good. Where are you from? No. Anyway. Uh, Take the cannolis, leave the charges. <laughs> Take the cannolis, leave the charges. <laughs> God. Uh, okay. Oh, you are an evil little man. I love it. Uh, well, he's got it all coming, man. He's got it coming. All right. 210-599-5555. I'll go home and get your... Shine <laughs> I wish they would end the press conference with that. Final recommendation, apart from all these charges, is we recommend the governor go home and get his blanking shine box. <laughs> Forget about it. Taking questions. Well, unless it was a state-appointed shine box. You <laughs> have to leave it there. You leave it there. <laughs> get a new one. I got to get a new shine box. Forget about it. My new career in, in Ry Rikers. Moving my office to Rikers uh, shortly. No, I choose to do that. I want to keep it real. All right. Um, can, can I still go to the women's prison? <laughs> he's, he'll, he will. He'll claim to be a chick now so he can go to the female prison. That <laughs> jerk. All right. <laughs> 
Hey, this is Scott Robbins, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. And we're back on this very bad day for Governor Cuomo out of New York. He finally wrapped the press conference, so the, 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 the 52 minutes, almost an hour. They laid it out, man. He's multiple charges of sexual harassment, culture of retaliation. You know, I mean, does he resign by the end of the day? You know, who knows? You know, the, the, but you know, look, but here's, you know what the thing is? The thing about New York is it's kind of like, except for Giuliani, it's kind of like Chicago in that the political machine in New York has pretty much always been corrupt since the, since the creation of New York. I mean, it really has, whether you're talking about the city or at the state level. As a history of scumbags running that state and running the city. And, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's having a bad day, man. And, you know, and I wonder if he goes before TV. Oh, no, de Blasio was on, was just saying, Cuomo findings are very troubling. He's no fan of Cuomo either, man. De Blasio? Because Cuomo's kind of treated him like his lapdog, uh, you know, since day one. So Bill de Blasio is not going to be sad. It's not sad hearing all this stuff uh, unfold on television. But, man, they got him, man. They're going to nail his ass to the wall. They are, man. Multiple counts. Uh, Here's Janice. Janice, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Good morning, and I love your show. God bless you. Hey, a little bit before Cuomo took over the show, you had a couple callers wondering whether some folks are getting placebo instead of the uh, COVID shot. Right. And uh, you, you made the comment, what do they think we are, guinea pigs? Well, we are guinea pigs because the uh, the COVID shot has not been approved by the FDA. It is allowed for experimental right. use only, which means everybody – who takes the shot is a human guinea pig. Well, and, and I, it, it would it would it would bolster the argument of placebo shots because you yeah, yeah, you have yeah, in an exper- exactly I'm taking look, I'm on some experimental stuff right now. And yeah. I don't know if I'm taking the real thing or not. <laughs> you know. Well, in an experiment, some people will get more of the drug, some will get less of right. the drug, and some will get no drug. So, right. yes sir, we are all guinea pigs. Well, I appreciate the call. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, 210-599-5555. Here's, uh, here's Richard. Richard, how you doing? Hey, pretty good, Sean. Say, when you were playing that clip with your lady attorney general up there in New York, uh, I had a thought, which is dangerous for me, uh, that uh, knowing that Como's daddy was governor, mm. now Junior's governor. Right. Uh, you don't reckon they could know some people that could make those ladies sleep with the fishies? No, no. Well, look, and, and I appreciate the call, Richard, as always, but not when she does it on TV like she just did. And maybe that's when, maybe she's worried about her own future, you know? Because that was a long press conference. I mean, we're used to seeing these things. And for what it is, I mean, she could have, she could have, she could have done that, Chris. What are you saying about five or ten minutes? But she laid it out. She had some of her investigators laying it out. She's not messing around. And Don Morgan and I were just talking. I don't know. Maybe, did he appoint her? It's possible. So she's not taking any chances, man. She put that stuff out on TV for almost an hour. And I, Chris, I don't know because we couldn't hear it if they were if they were taking questions at the end. There were they taking a few questions. But Letitia James took her time, man. Uh, so I don't know. We see what happens next, you know. Um, what does he do? Now, we, we assume he'll retire, he'll, he'll resign, right? Anybody would in that situation, at least. But he is also Andrew Cuomo. And he has an ego the size of the state of New York. So, very quickly, here's Brad. Brad, how you doing? Brad. Hey, Sean. Hey. hey, I'm there, man. I, I just think, uh, if New York, it's too bad they don't have that same voter recall option that California does because that that rat bastard is not going to go nowhere. He's going to he's starting to actually make Elliot Spitzer look like a decent person. <laughs> oh, God. Eleven ladies and some of these some of these things he did 
Uh, you try that at a radio station with a female. You try that in a military. Ooh, any other situation, military, female. private sector, no, you'd be, you're yeah. gone. You're, you're gone. Right. Man, I appreciate the call, man. Well, you know what it is. It's, again, in politics, though, you know there really is a. I think when you when you uh, uh, are in high level politics like that, you just think, figure you're untouchable. I mean, this did go on for years, and lots of people had to know about it. So, how did it continue? Uh, well, it's ending for him today. So uh, we'll see how this plays out for the rest of the day. Thank you, Chris. Thanks, Elaine Rodriguez, our executive producer, my good brother, Don Morgan, and my other good brother, Traveling to Sturgis, Mr. Trey Ware. Love you both. Love you all. I'll be back for Trey on the 550 KTSA Morning News at 5 a.m. See you then. Bye.